Hey everybody, welcome to Old Guys Rule Radio. It's season five, episode thirty-five. It's your guy Chuck down here in hot Houston, and I've been so hot, and it's so hot down here. Record-breaking heat, but nowhere near as hot as the guy I'm about to introduce, my partner in crime, Big Danny Lakey. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. Tell the world about the show. Tell them how to do their thing, if you don't mind the rules and all that stuff. All right, yeah. So uh, you can catch us at oldguysrealradio.com, anywhere you find your favorite Old Guys podcast. We are on Apple iTunes. We are on iHeartRadio. We are on anything and everything that plays a uh, podcast. We are there. But just search Old Guys Rule Radio on your on your uh, <laughs> Google search. Uh, you hit us up on our website. You can shoot us an email, listen to old shows. And all we ask is that you uh, like us, share us with your friends, and by well, God, do something nice for somebody. Well, I got to tell you all, I've got a total of like, Ten hats. I've got a total of like ten shirts. Go to the Facebook page, text, whatever you got. I'm going to put a little fundage aside for all the people around the world doing Old Guys Row Radio hat or shirt. It's funny, when you're wearing them out there, people go, what's Old Guys Row Radio? And you don't tell them it's about your mama. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what your daddy listens to. It's fun because we tell jokes, we tell good things. And we have fun. Um, I tried to find some jokes about the Chiefs, the NFL football team Chiefs, but they, they all were kind of irrelevant now because the Chiefs have been kicking so much ass. You go like, what's the difference between the Chiefs and the dollar bill? The Chiefs uh, dollar bill gives you four quarters. Chiefs have won Super Bowls. You know? <laughs> um, and so as we're going into football, we'll start off. So I didn't tell you all. We got football, we got baseball, we got dad jokes, got good beer. Towards the end of the show, we got Joe Biden. (laughs) We're going to talk about Uncle Joe. So listen to the first half, uh, listen to the second half, enjoy yourself, have some fun. So, Danny, one of the most exciting things in sports, I know we're a football show and we're football fans, but boy, oh, boy. This baseball thing going on right now in our little division is pretty damn exciting. Would you agree? Oh, wait. You wouldn't agree? (laughs) Not anymore. Uh, When's the last time you went camping, ladies and gentlemen? Because if you did, you had to fold up your tent. (laughs) (laughs) So so do we need to change the name of the Rangers to the campers? Because they folded up the tent? Oh, my God, they're a three-year-old. They've taken their ball and gone home. They don't want to play anymore. Literally. Oh, my God. It was crazy. So, so as the standings come, it's not mathematically impossible. But, dude, I would have been. If I were you, Danny, I would have found a way to the stadium for the (laughs) Verlander matchup and then – then got pissed off because I did. I'd have vomited if I'd have been there. Holy mackerel! I, you know, I mean, the Rangers have just become hell bent. Now, I got, I got two things to say about the Rangers. First, they become hell bent on sucking, um, and I, I don't know why, but they yeah. have just decided that they're going to suck. Secondly, I am, I, I think, 
I'm going to be very extremely disappointed if Josh Young, the third baseman for the Texas Rangers, does not win the rookie MVP. And and here's here's my argument for that. He was in the running for it and may have been a leader for it prior to getting hurt. Okay? Now, we've talked about some of the Rangers' injuries. The Rangers lost Uvalde, their all-star pitcher. They kept winning. They lost um, their their shortstop. He, they kept winning. They lost to Grom. They kept winning. They lost their catcher. They kept winning. They they've lost. Uh, they lost um, uh, Adolis Garcia, who's back out again. But he he they lost him. They kept winning. They kept winning with all every one of their all stars except for Marcus Simeon has gone out, and they've lost or they they've kept winning all of them until Josh Young went out. And when Josh Young went out. The sales came out of the, the the wind of the team. I mean, they they have fallen apart without this rookie third baseman. Now, stats wise, he was already one of the best rookies, right? For for All Star, so he was already there. So I'm gonna say, when you're talking about a VIP, very important person, you're wanting the the MVP, the most valuable player, right? Typically, that's gonna be a team or a league, but. He's got to be the most valuable player because he's the only one they've not been able to win without. They, right, they've well, tanked without him. You started me up. Are you ready? All right, yeah. Hey, baby, he's a PTP. He's an MVP. Uh, I'm Dick Vitale. Everybody on the <laughs> Rangers has everything going, baby. We got to watch. He looks like a diaper dandy right out of the gate of the bullpen. Oh, no. BTP is down from Dapper Dandy, baby. <laughs> Can't do three times BTP DMV DMV RTV. So I would tell you that the surprise, everything in sports, no matter what sport you watch, right. is who's playing when. Right. And the other night, Altuve homered three times before the Rangers got through their starting line. <laughs> Yeah. You are going to win the oh, game yeah. Yeah. when any team, whether it's one guy or the other team, homers three times before <laughs> you get through your starting rotation. Well, yeah. So um, that's one thing. Hey, the look, look thing I, I am that, not making excuses for the Rangers. They folded up and they went home and they're losing as a team. The only reason I'm saying yeah. Josh Young it should be the MVP is, number one, like I said, statistically he was already great. there. Yeah. And and so obviously because they've tanked without him, he has been a ma- a bigger part of the cohesion of this team than anybody would have expected. And for those reasons, I think he needs to be right. the MVP. That, well, uh, of, the, not of the league, yeah, well, but of the rookies. Of the rookies, still is yeah. old school, and they probably will leave him out because he's been on the list. So that's <laughs> yeah. just how yeah. they play. I but agree, now we but... talk about when we got the hated Mariners. Each row free. Oh, man. And it's going to be either the Mariners or the Astros. And I got to tell you, I'm just going to root for the Mariners for two reasons. One, if the Mariners make the playoffs, I don't get tickets to the Mariners. <laughs> so why are you rooting for the Mariners? Uh, I'm rooting for the Mariners to lose all of it. Oh, lose. Like to lose. Like I, got, yes. I thought you said to win. No, oh, heck, yeah. uh, hell no. Yeah. Hell no twice. If they make the playoffs, I don't get to go to the playoffs and have good seats and have fun and maybe a sweet. Because the longer the Astros season extends, the better yeah. your chance of being in an Astros suite you with your best friend is. Right, so exactly. Now, 
Now Danny has a fit for ladies and gentlemen around the world. Thanks for doing Old Guys World Radio. One of the biggest Rangers fans in history has now become an Astros fan. Because if they go into the World Series, I'll probably get a ticket to it through, my, through uh, the organization that I'm involved with. And then that would be bad. Art. Oh, yeah. Now, so, now, uh, now, here's the thing. I, I've always said, I've always declared I was still an Astros fan. I am a bigger Ranger fan. Yes. I, I yes. want to see the Astros. Now, back in the day, it was I wanted to see the Astros and the Rangers in a World Series and the Rangers win, of course, right? Now I wanted to see the Astros and the Rangers in the ALC championship yes, yes. and the Rangers win, of course. But I'm not going to be heartbroken if it's the Astros because, yeah, they've got a great team. I've always been a fan because of my grandfather well, and my connections to Houston. So. And yeah. we talked about this about yes. halfway, about two months ago. Alvarez and Altuve come back yep. after long layoffs. And you got to give, I mean, there's a lot of stats to say Jose Altuve is one of the greatest. One of the, He's going to be Hall of Fame. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. 100%. And, and he's, he's not the biggest guy, but man, he's, he's so energetic. And <laughs> you always root for the little guy. We've right. got Pop and the Bat. He's got a glove, so I, I I root for him. And then they got Verlander back, reasonably healthy. Um, not my favorite for it, but anyway, uh, I thought that'd be fun baseball to talk. Oh yeah, now um, I, I will have to tell you, you were talking about the Rangers. Uh, you know, it's not they're not not only are they not mathematically out of the playoffs, they're still a they they still now. They obviously got to change. They they've got to unfold the damn tent and start playing baseball. So if they start playing the way they did before, they have a real chance of making the playoffs because I think they still have six more games against Seattle. And so as, as right now they're two behind. If they go four and uh, six and four, they're tied. So I mean they because of the head to head game. That's why I'm yeah. rooting for the yeah. Rangers. Yeah, it's because they play like five or six games against the hated Kraken. Oh wait, wrong. <laughs> Mariners. That's right. Uh, and how fun yeah. would it be? How fun would it be if the Rangers <laughs> knocked Seattle out of the playoffs uh, after the Stars took the Kraken out of the playoffs? You know, that would just be right. fun to watch. That'd be awesome. And then we need about five people from Arlington and about five people from Seattle in a Luke Combs or whatever that guy's name's fight. Uh, Jake Paul fight, <laughs> and they all five or six fans go in there and do a Royal Rumble. <laughs> all right, so you can fight. Uh, who is that guy you just said? Jake uh, Paul. Jake Paul. Me, you dude. can fight Jake Paul. I'll fight Luke Combs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. I, I probably you'll probably same chance. Lo- love You're it. bigger. Love hey, but hey, I, I tweeted him, yeah. I uh, Instagrammed him, I messaged him, everything I could. And he keeps fighting these guys who are famous. But the funny thing is, is that he keeps winning. And and so we said last week, I told you about that garbage thing he does. Yeah. That the people that fight him are making more money on that fight. Yeah. Than they did their whole career. So, hey, now, now Jake I, Paul. Oh, you're going. Let me try to make more money. Fighting you once, you lousy bastard. Then I've made my whole career, and I'm going to rough you up, bro. I'm mean, and I'm a dirty boxer, and I might dis- get disqualified, uh, and they might call the fight because you're bleeding. You're, you're, you've trained. I'm out of shape. 
take an old guy, rural radio guy, who people love, thousands of me love around the world. Give me a shot. Look, give me a shot, Jake Paul. Unless, unless you need some feminine products to back yourself up, to make yourself feel better about yourself, because you, I'm not retired, bro. I'm 54 and I ain't retired. I'll fight you right now and I'll give you 80% of the purse because I've been holding your mom's purse because I've been dating your mom the whole time. Your mom wants milk. Jake Paul, you're a chunk. Excuse me. I, I called him out in every social media way. Ladies and gentlemen, I used to box and do MMA and all this stuff. And so I, I could hold my own with most people. I don't want to get in the, in the ring with Iron Mike. Because Iron Mike, I will for money. I'm bigger than Mike. But he hits you once, and you're like eating soup through a straw. Jake Paul, he'll bop you. He'll zonk you. With the, maybe he'd scratch my ear with his beard. That's about <laughs> all he's got. I'm going to low blow him. I'm going to push him around the ring. Headbutt central. I'm the champ. I'm the champ. Send it to my wife's account. <laughs> oh my God! There's a buy, and then let me before we get back to go to NFL, our favorite sport. Um, this weekend, or in, I'm sorry, in about two weeks, is one of the I can't even believe it fights in the history of the world. Is that the MMA? Uh, well, I guess that's what you call. It. I need a drink of a beer or something. So. The heavyweight champion in the world, Tyson Fury. Yes. Oh, okay. This is boxing. Yeah. Is fighting uh, Naganu. I don't know how to say his name very well. He was the former um, MMA heavyweight championship uh, champion, but he, he kind of petered out of some fights, and he's a pretty good-sized dude, and he's real stout. But they're fighting for the championship. Right. There's like six other guys in line who really deserve a shot at this thing. This is about and the money. It is about the money. Yeah. And I got to tell you, in an MMA ring, I, I, I mean, I don't know. Nagano's a big dude and he hits so hard, he hurt everybody. His punches and his feet. But Fury's a big guy. Yeah. And so Fury in his reports, and I don't, you don't know if they're real, said Mike Tyson would knock me out in 30 seconds in his prime. He's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, yeah. yeah. And Tyson, I've like met five, Mike Tyson. Like 5'3"? Well, he ain't got no neck. And yeah. to this day, you don't want him to hit you. No. Because he's healthy now, and he's not yeah. quite as crazy. But when Tyson was crazy, folks, Muhammad Ali... There's a list of people that said when Tyson was crazy, because when I was crazy, no one would ever fight me because that crazy. When you got that crazy, people don't want to fight you, right? Right. When Tyson was crazy under custom auto into his early 20s, he could have beat most people in the history of the world, but he ain't crazy no more. Right. He's Still badass and has great training. So he's training Francis Ngannou for this fight. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes it interesting because it's one of those style matchups. It's like a MMA guy meets a boxer on all these other fights, right? Right. And they get beat. Now they're bringing an MMA guy 
But if he wins, Danny, this is actually for the heavyweight champion. Right, yeah. No, he'll be the heavyweight and champion. And I'm pissed of the world. off about that being a boxing fan. Yeah. Because he didn't work his way up. It's all about the freaking money. Yeah, and bro. if he were to win yeah, it and take the title, then who's he going to fight next? And, and how's that going to go? All right, hey, last thing on baseball, real quick. And here's why the Rangers have a chance. They, they got to pull their head out. So I, I'm. I'm at this point, I'm just not sure that it's going to happen, right? So find your head, pull it out of your rear end, get it out of the stand, learn how to play some baseball because their next three games are against the A's. So they've got a day off today and three games to work it out. And then they play the Blue Jays four that are only a half a game ahead in the wild card. They have three against uh, Cleveland, three against Boston, and then they've got three against Seattle, three against the Angels, and then three more against Seattle. So six of their last nine games are with Seattle and and could determine who makes the the wild card if they pull their head out of the rear end. So we'll see what happens. They've lost to Dolius Garcia for the next 10 days, um, which could actually be a good thing. Not that they want him to go away, but they've got a really good prospect that they were wondering if they were going to be able to get him in, and he's been hitting real well, and he could bring some youth spark and a different attitude. Yeah, so, that yeah, you know, now I will tell you, and this this was kind of fun, on September 1st, the the top three teams in the AL West were a half a game apart from first to third, right? That's the first time that's happened since like 1940, and the only other time was like 1912 or something that yeah, three eight, teams yeah. entered September within a half a game. So no matter what happens, it still should be interesting and fun. I hope the Rangers make the playoffs because if they didn't, it would be one of the biggest collapses in sports history. It really would be. So well, we'll see what happens. Another one would be the Rays, who are now in second um, in the other division. But I got to tell you why I'm rooting for them. Yeah, is because if the Astros and the Rangers get into divisional championship together, yeah, uh, we're going to be at one of those games. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Whatever we got to do, I got a credit card. You got a credit <laughs> card. We're going to one of those games. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in, Old Guys Real Radio. Not enough jokes. Um, because I'm, I'm just too busy buying milk for your mom. <laughs> All thousand of your moms called me and said they needed milk. I'm like Santa Claus, but in a sports way. Did you hear that, they, that they've made laughing too loudly illegal in Hawaii? They only permit no. aloha. Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got it right after the point of it. Right after the point of it. Well, I've got I've got one or two. Um, we, we we did say thank you for tuning in like five times. My favorite one of the week was how was that? A weasel walks into a bar. The bartender says, "Wow, man, I've never served a weasel before." He goes, "What can I get you?" He goes, "Pop." Pop goes a weasel. <laughs> All right, so my dream job is to clean mirrors. I can really see myself doing that job. (laughs) What did did Spartacus say when the lion ate his wife? What? Snorted. Nothing. He was gladiator. (laughs) That was my... My best one of the week. My gladiator. Uh, hey,
Uh, that, you know, we could do that with like a Siegfried and Roy. Oh, that's inappropriate. Too soon. So yeah. Siegfried and Roy, Siegfried, the, the tiger's fine. They attacked your husband. What did you say? Oh, I'm gladiator. <laughs> oh, I just made that a tangible joke and really not appropriate at the same time. So, so thank la- you. Last week, I, was, oh, la- last week yeah. I got a chance. I don't think I sent you pictures, but I got a chance to babysit my grandson. My daughter thought uh-huh. she was in labor, and so I go over and I'm babysitting my grandson. Dude, he's a criminal. He's already a criminal. I, I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, I tried to put him down, and he just, just fought the whole time. He was resisting arrest already. Oh, <laughs> I did baby. I did. She did think she was having a kid. I did babysit him. It was cute as crap. He. Oh my god. He just screamed and cried. His mom wasn't there. It was so heartbreaking. I freaking hated it. So I mean, all that part was true, <laughs> except him being a criminal. <laughs> Oh, no, he is because he stole your heart. Oh, he did that too. So, so he's Watch a thief. That. He's a thief as well as resisting arrest. He stole my heart and he resisted arrest. arrest. Put him in baby jail like that stupid baby movie I had to watch a bunch of. Baby <laughs> Boss. So, uh, if you have to watch Baby Boss, don't. So, I got to tell you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I like some movies, I don't like others. Have you ever seen Equalizer, Danny? Not the new one. Not the new one. Oh, the movie. Yeah. No. The movie. No, I missed that. There used to be a TV series with a bald dude years ago. But no, I haven't seen it. No, it's Denzel Washington. Okay. Yeah, I've not seen that one. All right. So you got to go in there and watch the first one, folks. Went to the theater to see the third one. So uh, have you seen Taken? Uh, Is that with Liam Neeson? Yeah. Yes, I've seen that. Have you seen Taken 2? Maybe, probably. Right. <laughs> My point is, is that the the first equalizer with Denzel Washington is amazing. Yeah. It's off put, it's a little weird. <laughs> we we I got the fire stick. So we can watch almost yeah. anything on here like you, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but we had a date night. And there's not a lot out theaters right now. That's really awesome. Right. So Equalizer 3 pops up. And it was just like taking one, taking two, taking three. I knew it was coming. But they raised it up and made it even more more gory. And so if you haven't seen it, it's badass. It's a planet. He can go into a room of like 35 killers and like John Wick, these sons of bitches, and just walk out. And then everybody loves him afterwards. It's like Danny's motto. Hey, don't you ever mess with me because I'm a John Wick and equal. So my new nickname <laughs> is Chuck E.Q. Olson. And right. my, bar- my buddy at work goes, why? I got a lot of stereo equipment. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you haven't seen the Equalizer one or two, please tune in there and watch them. They're really cool movies. It's about him standing up for people who can't stand up for themselves, and we believe that, and that's why I was leading at. And that's what we do for, with Old Guys Roll Radio is that we help people out, and when they can't stand for themselves, and you can't stand for yourselves, so lean on us, lean on somebody. As we go to our favorite part of the show, because what life should be about is life's a bitch. 
and life sucks. Life's tough. And we lose things and we gain things. But when, when there are a couple of good guys out there like the Equalizer, and maybe not at that level, but <laughs> when there are a couple of good people out there who you can put your, put your shoulder under, and you know a guy who got got a few bucks, and you, you can't make your ends meet, he just comes by and teaches you how to make them. And he comes by and he, and he helps you find a better job. That's what the old guys stand for. Is the old saying is, give a guy fish, and he'll eat a bunch of fish. Teach him how to fish, and then punch him in the face. That's what you do. Stop being a sissy. Stand up for himself, and stand up for America, and feed everybody. Get off the streets, and I'll make you fish. Oh, sorry. Oops. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, um, can I can I tell you a joke? Yeah, this is one of my all-time favorites. So this guy comes in to the doctor's office. And he tells the doctor, he said, hey, man, he said, I got a problem. He said, what's that? He goes, I got the world's ugliest pecker. And he's like, uh, no, no, man, just peckers are ugly. That's just how they're built. You know, it, it, he goes, no, 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 you don't understand. I really do. And uh, he's like, he's like, all right, let me see. And he, you know, pulls it out. And he, doctor's By like, the way, this is about the most inappropriate joke we've ever <laughs> Probably so. So, so he, he, the doctor's like, oh, my God. That is the worst thing I've ever seen. That is, that is hideous. Because I'm telling you, Doc, I told you. And the doctor's like, all right, all right, I'm going to give you some medication to, to take care of it. And uh, he's like, all right. So he's taking the pills, and he's been taking it for a couple of weeks, and he's at a ball game, you know. And he pulls up to the latrine like everybody else, you know, and there are, everybody's standing there, and you can see each other. And the guy, you know, and, he, and he's about finished, and right as he's, you know, getting done, the guy next to him looks over and he goes, oh, my God. And he goes, I know, I know. I, I can't help it. It's the ugliest one in the world. I got the doctor giving me this. And he goes, dude, dude, why don't you try tapping it instead of wringing it out? Uh, <laughs> no? That, that, uh, I don't even know if we should keep that on the show. You want me to cut that? that? Was, <laughs> no. That's all. I, I, I've never told the joke that bad on. I got to immediately move forward back to sports from that thing. Right. That was it was kind of funny, but it was more bothersome. Sometimes you've heard a joke that's like, "Oh gosh!" I mean, it, it, it's it, it's kind of funny, but it's also like, "Oh, it's like, oh, I got a joke about a hemorrhoid." As soon as you say hemorrhoid, everybody in the world is like, "Oh, fuck!" Ah, and they cringe. So that joke I compared to any time you say the word, hey, hemorrhoid. boss, I can't come in to work today. I got a hemorrhoid. You have nothing to say. It's even worse than a migraine. Hey, boss, what are they going to do? So that was our official worst. So we're, we're going to move to all these new topics. That's our hemorrhoid joke of the year. Um, yeah. And if you've got a worse one, we might not want to hear it. You can go to our website. You can post it. But anytime you want to talk about roids, don't, 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 don't take, call me. Uh, don't, don't, please. That's that's your thing. So, <laughs> but still, uh, got some. Oh, and Danny's got the big my big boy down here. You hear me? Uh, so Danny's house has big boys. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, so one of the things I want to ask Danny about. So, who we're gonna get right into football. 
So the NFL, are you ready for football? There, there's a second. It's all dead and Chuck and your mom. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I don't always want to hit on your moms, <laughs> uh, but they always hit on me. Oh, hey, everybody out there around the world, your mom said bring on milk because I just hit on all of them. Hey, <laughs> going to NFL part of the show. I just want to go straight to we did our picks already last week, right? Right. And I like some of them. Yes. But we're going to go NFL top three teams to win the Super Bowl. Danny has to go first. Uh, well, I'll go with the defending champ, Chiefs. I'll throw that one out there. That's an easy All one. All right. Chiefs right now, live if, on the old guys already. If they make it. Seven to seven and driving. Uh, you can't count them out. Uh, all right. So, uh, I'll go. Um, I, I got to say, um, the Steelers. Yeah. They're underdog, you know. Um, I'm going Steelers. That's that's one of my picks. Wow, wow, that's a that's a, a big big bold pick. Um, yeah, yeah. For a Steelers fan, don't put yourself to sleep over it. Don't do any push-ups or shutouts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're probably gonna go. I pick the Cowboys. We'll go I, no, right, I, unless pick. Dak gets hurt and they and. Uh, What's his name better? Is, Lance, uh, Lance is better Trey than we Lance thought he was. Playing. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. Um, you know, I may have to go Bengals as the other pick. If Knucklehead oh, stays healthy. Yeah. Bengals? Yeah. If, if with Joe, or without Joe Burrow? Yeah, if Joe, with Joe Burrow. If he, stay, if he stays right. healthy. With Joe Burrow. Without him, I don't think they can make it. And then I'll make up a crazy one, and I'll just say J-E-T-S Jets. Uh, you know, I mean – been there before as far as uh, Aaron Rodgers. He knows what he's doing. If he can bring that team together, then yeah, absolutely. All right, so, so the Chiefs, the Chiefs scored, so they're not going to go at halftime tied against the 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 Lions. But I think we, I know. I've got yeah. on the TV behind the show. Yes, sir. But yeah. there's a couple picks for you. Um, so um, out of our – I don't know, Danny. I The NFL is such a conundrum right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they mix and they do these things. The 49ers are a great team. They got a weird quarterback. Yeah, the Ravens are a great team, and they got their quarterback. You know, I hate the Ravens. Um, the only team I hate worse than Ravens is the Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of other good teams out there. I'm just excited to say that football's here because mm. we can take a minute out of our day. And watch guys do what we used to do. So if you haven't watched America football, there's going to be a couple games this week that are fun to watch. I would say find a way to watch a Steelers 49ers. That should be a really good game. I, I do think that that's going to be one of the watch better ones. Because I'll be on a retreat until about three that afternoon. So awesome for me. It's a really big deal, right? Yeah. So, but that's a game of the week that I would tell people around the world who don't watch American football to watch. What's uh, another one, Danny? Like tonight's game's a good one. Yeah, I think I think the Cowboys-Giants uh, is going to be good just because they're always good, yeah. and early in the season it's really hard to tell how they're going to play. They didn't really let Dak do much, so the question is is that if the Giants come out and they're ready, 
Uh, Dallas may not be. And so that should be a pretty good game. Um, I also think that the um, uh, I don't know about the Eagles Patriots. They're they're a pretty big a pretty big uh, lead, but there are a couple. Run of, over them. Huh? Run over. Yeah, I think so. Um, over. You know, I mean, there there's a couple out there, but um, it just kind of depends. I think the Browns Bengals, uh, the Ohio game may may be a. There's going to be a, a lot of rivalry. I think I think it'll be fun to be in Ohio this week for that game. Just because yeah, I, yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement, and I believe Burroughs is, is going to play, correct? Well, he's, they said he was, and they reported he was, and he's been he's been practicing a little with the team, but you never really know. Yeah, The Bengals have a good team either way. So, anyway, hey, football's awesome. Football's on. You join us for all of our NFL picks each week, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show. B-W-E-W-R-U-N, beer run. B-W-E-W-R-U-N, run. All we need is 10 and a 5 or car and a key and a sober driver. B-W-E-W-R-U-N, run. Thanks again for tuning in Old Guys Row Radio. Speaking of um, the Battle like of to, Ohio, tell us I'd about like a to, great Ohio beer. Uh, no, I want to introduce everybody to Garth Brooks oh. over there on the other side of the show. <laughs> That was that was Garth Brooks over there looking back to my beers of past, and I you don't like them, you can kiss my ass. So there, it's my rant about Garth Brooks and old guys on radio. I met Garth Brooks, and he's really awesome. Hey, I got to throw this in because we were talking about Joe Burrow, and I looked to see if he was going to start. He signed an extension. I didn't hear. I they posted it an hour ago. No, he did. $275 million five-year contract. He is the highest-paid player in NFL history. Yep. $219 million guaranteed. Guaranteed. WTF. And you wonder why the cheap seats are $300 a ticket. Indeed. Very good point. <laughs> so my beer this week after the old weird fun stuff is from Cincinnati. Um, it's the Mad... Red India Pale Ale, uh, 5% alcohol. Here's the can. It's a red can, um, and it's from the uh, Kentucky, actually. And it's called Mad Tree Rounding Third? Mad Tree Rounding Third Cincinnati Baseball Beer. Fantastic. Mad Tree Rounding Third. And that's a Cincinnati brewery out of Covington. But Covington's actually, a lot of the townships are considered Cincinnati. They share weirdness there um so anyway here we go uh down the snap uh, hatch <laughs> that was a little snafu huh <laughs> oh no intentional after some of our other ones you know there's a little that's a that's a drink it if you're in cincinnati and you like beer that's a drink it it's not so for me for me it's not such a pale ale i can't Deal with it. It's not too nasty on the backside. <laughs> Here again, inappropriate comments. Oh. She has a nice backside. This beer doesn't have an aftertaste that it makes you get sick from a lot of IPAs are so heavy with the, the hop. This is a pretty good beer. I say drink it. Excellent. That's awesome. Uh, you got to give my yeah, beer a minute. 
Yeah. And you're going to drink. You got to give my beer a minute, but I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about it. So I went to a new, there's a new. That's liquor. all that Danny's woman says they need is he says they got to give him about a minute. I got to thank him for exaggerating for me. Thank you for your show. (laughs) No, I got to thank the women for exaggerating for me. That's pretty nice. A whole minute. That's awesome. I I, I thank all of them just for letting me step up to the plate. Yeah, Mr. Premature. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't want to talk about preemies. You know, in my younger years, you know, pop, pop goes a weasel. Right. I just did that a while ago. There's a, there's a new uh, liquor store in uh, Granbury. Uh, it's 377. Uh, I think it's 377 Spirits, I think. I can't remember. It's 377. It's on Highway 377. Uh, anyway, they, they're they real new. The guy in there was real nice, so I'm giving him a little bit of a plug. Um, he got me. They have some other beers. They've got several beers I haven't tried before, some uh, Texas craft beers, so I'm kind of excited. Then they've got some German and some other from around the world. So uh, I believe the gentleman was Indian. And so he got me to try a Taj Mahal, the premium lager beer um, is, is what it is. And it's um, uh, it's says it's a product of India and it is an export out of India. So, it you know, normally it'll say imported by Budweiser or whatever on there, right? Or imported by Anheuser-Busch or Coors or... So, no, this one says it's a product of India and it's 4%, uh, 4.5% alcohol by volume. Um, it's a light lager. It calls, they call it a premium lager, but if you look, it's got a really light color. Um, and That's pretty cool. Yeah, the only downside is it's got a little bit of that uh, skunk that you get when it's been in a bottle too long, and I'm yeah. afraid uh, uh, being yeah. a true import... The Heineken it, curse. Yeah. Yeah, the Heineken's the, not a bad yes. beer, but it's got the skunk ass. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably should have let the the head die down a little bit more because the head's carrying a little bit too much of that skunk. Uh, as a whole, the beer's not bad. Uh, I keep think, it. I think it. Yeah, it, right now to keep it, and quite frankly, if you can get it where um, it hadn't sat in the heat too long and slow boated from India, probably be all right. gotta, gotta, over in India, probably a pretty fantastic beer. Get it out to. Uh, Big Joe in Ohio yeah. was down here to visit, and we couldn't quite get on the show. Half of these beers are, are, that I'm bringing on, he brought to us down here, like a, like a, uh, our friends at a beer goals. But he's been over in Germany. And he drank fresh Heineken, yeah, and fresh though from the brewery, yeah. And he's like, it's not even the same thing. Oh, sure. I mean, you drink a glass of this bigger one. Because it's fresh and delicious. And so one of our old guys' old radio goals is to drag our butts over to an Oktoberfest before we were done. Yeah. And I got a while. Um, now, there are Oktoberfests here coming up and uh, somewhere in the middle ground. But thanks for tuning in. So our beer was drink it and keep it. And now we go into some really, un, uh, you know, what do you call it? Untouched territory for old guys now, already. Yeah, just because you said it, they have the Worst Fest, which is in uh, New Braunfels. Uh, and New Braunfels yeah. is, is New Braunfels is actually, obviously, it's a German name. It's in what Texas calls the German Hill Country. The area was settled by the Germans, and they have one of the bigger and better Worst Fest uh, or Oktoberfest. 
their worst fest, let me get you some details on it, so maybe we might want to start looking at planning on this, because October just isn't that far away. Um, it's like a month, right? And actually, worst fest, because, you know, you don't want to be outside when it's just too damn hot, and this is Texas. So, worst, so in Germany, Oktoberfest <laughs> is in September, because that's when it's cool, and for you idiots up north, it's in October, but here in Texas, Oktoberfest is called the worst fest. It's November 3rd through the 12th. So I think Man. in November we need to make a plan. One of those two weekends. Um, let's see. I got. I'll get you a calendar. And yeah, the third we'll through the twelfth. It's we'll over two weekends. Yeah, we'll do our podcast. It's over two weekends. So we can either pick the first or the second weekend. Um, it's ten days. In it's. Join us for a unique annual celebration, rich in German culture, full in Texas fun, located near the headwaters of the beautiful Comal River in New Braunfels, Texas. Hope you enjoy good food, music, dancing, exciting carnival rides, games, German, Texan, domestic beer, special events, finest Alpine and Bavarian-style entertainment. It all happens at Worst Fest, the best 10 days in sausage history. There you go. There there, there's your promo. <laughs> Sounds to me like Danny wants a sausage fest for God's sakes. But yes, that, that wow. I've been to New Brunswick. And you that's said a, my a, joke was bad. <laughs> yeah, sausage fest. Hey, so thank you. Hey, for wait, wait. An old uh, I might take ten days off or twelve days off from work because they're hiring. <laughs> Worst Fest is hiring. Apply now. So if you want a job for 10 or 12 days, you can go down to the brothels and work there. You'd be fired. You'd be delivering beers on the way back. They'd watch you go glug, 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 chug a pint, uh, a fucking pitcher. Hey, Danny, we got to talk to you. We we sent you out with six pictures, but you you only delivered five. What happened? I don't know. And then end of the day, <laughs> Danny, I quit. So, what was that guy on The Simpsons? I quit, man, a Barney or whatever. So, thank you again. Uh, that would be fun, and I'd like to meet about thirty of you down there. Oh, yeah, because it's a really fun place. So, Danny, right. what's your next? What's your next couple topics? We got a few uh, citywide, different places, things like that. All right. Well, before before we do that, I, I want to talk about. Um, we, we brought up TCU uh, Colorado, thought it would be a good game, and what do you think? So, um, it was definitely some credit to uh, old, old three-toe McGee. Um <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what he's doing, um, Deion Sanders is a big mouth, like I do. Yeah. And what you can do at any level, if you have the opportunity, is, and you know the game. Hold on. Whatever game you're in, doesn't matter the game. But if you know your game, and you got a big mouth, and you're actually pretty not fairly knowledgeable and solid. You can make a lot of people go with you. And so, it, this is like a Netflix story to me, because yeah. almost all of the team left. He got a whole new team in, yeah. and his son's playing for him. 
And right. so, and playing well. So this is one of those things I encourage people in, in the world, not just the sports world, all around the world, to take a look at what you can do if you really believe and you're loving something. So I've got a hot dog stand and a chili stand I'm going to start in a couple of months. I believe in it. I'm going all in. Well, not really. It doesn't really matter what you believe in and you're all in on. But Deion Sanders was one of the greatest athletes of the 90s. Yeah, absolutely. He was not stoppable in a couple of sports. It was clear. But what he's done is he's translated that into with his big mouth and it. Now, Danny, folks, he talks a lot different than this old guy white dudes, right? Yeah, he does. So he, he does. can connect to those kids a lot differently, but they they buy in, right? So I'll turn it over to you because it it's hard to get kids to buy in like that, right? Yeah, it's, it is. No matter what level. Yeah. No, absolutely. You're right. So, so yeah. I got I have mixed emotions about this because number one, I think that what he just did proved that the tr- uh, the transfer portal is probably going to be the destruction of college football because what's uh, going to happen is amongst is, other things, yeah, amongst other things, amongst other things. But that's just one of the that's one of the things that I think is just going to destroy. And now, I'm excited for Dion's success. I'm terrified for what it means for college football because. What's going to happen is a team, a coach is going to take over a sorry team and can get rid of everybody. Now, De- now, Dion said he got rid of twenty five of the eighty five players that were that left. Eighty five left. He got rid of twenty five. Said the other sixty quit. They didn't want to work. They didn't want to do what he wanted to do. They weren't going to buy in, and they quit and they left. And so he replaced them. If that's the truth, that's one thing. If he got rid of eighty five players, like I said, he did the right thing for the program, but at the same time. With college football, Where'd I think you get the other eighty-five in a week. Well, I think I think it's bad for. If I go lose ten grand at the casino. Week, I don't. There's right. something about that thing, but well, but you're right. I I, you're right. I just think that so that that doing, it shows how bad the transfer portal is for college football because I I just I I don't think that's good. Now, when you're talking about getting kids to buy in after one week. After one week, uh, and 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 the game that they just had, he um, he has the number one college or number one high school recruit thinking about going to Colorado. So uh, the way he talks, the way he motivates, and, and and you can't deny him as a coach. He's not just a mouth yeah. because when he was yeah. at the historic black colleges, he went twelve and one and eleven and two. I think in his last two seasons, yeah. Yeah, you great, don't. Yeah, great season. yeah. You don't win. Tw- you don't go twenty three and three if you know nothing about coaching or motivating kids. So obviously he knows something about what he's doing. So you got to give him credit for that. So he's obviously a good coach, and you don't come into TCU and beat TCU at home with with just crap. So he obviously, you know, he did a great job of coaching and motivating the team and getting those guys to believe in who they were. So those are great. Yeah. He's got to have some people in the background that are doing the right job. Yes. And his folks moved with him. And I I celebrate that victory. Yeah. I celebrate uh, Dion, 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 bringing his son 
and a, a new team in there and beating a very well regarded and what who knows what the future holds so it for me the destruction of college foot college football is definitely um, not the transfer portal that's one huge part of it right it's twofold but now they transfer portal and now they swung another thing and they're starting to allow everybody can be paid yep for everything Those so are what's two big ones. that make that makes the NFL in a younger version yeah and it's happening bro folks it's happening they're approved they've already approved they can get some money for their likenesses but they're they're going bigger and they're I, I, I hate it tell me I hate it tell me if I mentioned this last last week I'm not sure if, if we if we talked about it on the show <clears throat> there's a guy uh, and I don't even remember what school he's from but he is from uh, one of the European nations right and because of that he's over here on um, he's he's on a, a student visa and so he can't work and earn money and so he is not allowed to take money for NIL here in the United States. And he's not allowed to have a marketing firm. Okay. Now, having said that, he's allowed to do it at home and he's allowed to do it by himself from his own country. I don't have a problem with that. That dude is using his self, his tools to make money for himself. Okay. He's not high. Some university is not hiring a marketing firm to get him a million-dollar contract so he'll go to that school. That's where I have the problem. I don't have a problem with them making their own money if they are marketing themselves, making their own money. I got no problem with that. Using their likeness for it, go right ahead. And if you're using, you know, and if you're showing pictures, that, that chick that they all talk about from LSU and, you know, and she shows herself sometimes in her gymnastic uniform. Now, I know she's got a marketing firm behind her. That's a problem. But if she was doing that on herself and still using the, the school's uniform because she's a student there, I have no problem with that. Or, or, you know, I want to rewind it all yeah. and say that if you pay athletes in college, they, they're professional. Correct. A hundred percent. That's what it comes to. And if, and if the students want to make money on their own likeness, go right ahead. But if you hire a firm, get an agency, or the school does it for you, that should be illegal. That That's just my you're opinion. No, you're no longer a collegiate athlete. You're no longer an amateur. That yeah. then makes you a professional. Correct. That's what I said. Yep, I agree. You're making 100%. these players professional. Yep. And it's going to start trickling, and sooner than later. Now, here's the weird part. So, like, a lot of people don't think about this, Danny. Yeah. That overseas and Europe and lots of places, that's what happens. Right. So let's talk about Simone Biles and other college uh, gymnastics. And uh, the top players or swimmers don't make shit because they don't get paid really for for participating. Right. Until you're the grand champion, right? Right. They do in Europe. The best athletes over there are not collegiate athletes. They're just athletes and they get paid over there. So this is the weird part. Like right now, the America's America's younger basketball team, not the dream team, 
is facing a world team, right? Right. Most of these guys are college guys and pretty good college guys, and they're not winning every game because we're we're putting our amateurs against their professionals. That's their professional teams. It's a fact that several of the players and playing against the uh, amateur team right now are are professional NBA players. It's always been that way. Right. It's no, always been that yeah. way. So, so this is the weird designation that everybody's got to play with. That you said it last week. If you're going to play pay football players, you need to pay swimmers. You need to pay, pay track and fielders. You need to pay everybody because overseas, the reason why we have a hard time competing is because we don't pay our people and give them cars and graciousness. European champions in track and field are very wealth, wealthy people, Danny. Right, European right. anything, slot, uh, slug, skiers, any of that stuff are very wealthy people from their countries. Do you disagree? No, but Simone Biles is very wealthy too because she's now able to do commercials and stuff like that. So she is, in a sense, a pro athlete. There is a difference in now when you're talking about the Olympic athlete who can go out and use a – I don't have a problem with them using a firm to use their NIL, right? But I, there's a difference in them and students still in college who are getting a scholarship. Let me tell you, there was, there was a great story um, on Saturday before all the games, and I don't remember what school it was, but there was a school where one kid had no money, right? And he wanted to play football so bad, and he was not a scholarship player, and he was yeah. paying to play. And he just didn't have the money anymore, and he was having to think about quitting. And he's an offensive lineman. One of the other offensive linemen was a full scholarship. Gave him a scholarship. Gave him a scholarship because he had he his family had the money and could afford to do it. And so he gave him the scholarship. Here's my problem. If you get that NIL and you're making a million dollars, what the hell do you need that scholarship for? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Give that to somebody who needs the scholarship. That was part of the whole program. And so now if the college or the school is getting you your name and licensing agreements, then they shouldn't be giving you the scholarship too. You're double dipping. Give the scholarship to people who need them, double and it, you know. And and so that's where that's why I kind of have this issue. Now, again, if you want to create your own marketing firm while you're in college because you're a student athlete then studying you marketing, you know right. what I mean, so and you use your knowledge like to do it, up. yeah. That's you doing I'm you. I'm guy number 31, and I'm just special teamers, and I want to get uh, a few grand to help with my meals. Or Yeah. yeah. Yes, I get that. But and, they all, and all of a sudden they find out you're really freaking funny yeah, and you've yeah, got you 25 million followers. You can't double that. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But if you do it on, if you do it on your point. own... If you do it on your own, I have no problem with it. Make all you can make on your own. But if you have to hire a firm, you're a professional. And for college athletics, you shouldn't be a scholarship player anymore. That's just me. And at the very least, then give up your damn scholarship and give it somewhere else. And you know what? Some of these schools could take – you take the guy who – you. 
You take, take the bigger names, right? Take Danny. Johnny Football when he was great at A&M, right? And give him the NIL and then let him pay for his own school and use that for somebody else's scholarship because he's a crazy enough nut that he's getting all his money elsewhere. He doesn't need the scholarship yep. anymore. We helped you get a million dollars. You can pay us a hundred grand for your education and we're going to give that to somebody else who needs it. I'm sorry. Who needs it? You know? so it, it, if we've said this all along, that if they, they tooled this system right, it would benefit the kids that don't have. Yeah. And and then, but for us, because we were the kids that don't have, the kids that don't have but are the athletes that we weren't, right. would be bitching about it because the number one and two and three, well, I can't make $10 million on my jersey this year because Alabama made $800 million this year. Yeah, and I want my ten million. Where's my ten million? Yeah, it really needs to be about pride for yourself. Graduation, uh, Coach Kurchetsky and Jerry Tarkanian yeah. was rolling in the grave, not only paying players, but not making sure that he wouldn't let Larry Johnson go until he got his at least associates. He wouldn't let him go, and we didn't want a championship because what's important for kids in sports is education. But not anymore. Right. So what? that's what you're taking away from it. The NBA was the first one to take away from it with like Kobe and Kevin Garnett. Yeah. Where you didn't have to really graduate at it and go to college. And it was a real weird time. And it's still weird. But they, they were such big and successful that they went on without having to even go to college. So... Do you, I, I don't like this funneling thing. We call it the funneling thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. You shouldn't be able to, no matter how good or bad you are, funnel money into, into because it it's always been called corrupt. And, yeah. And so what? What my point of this is, ladies and gentlemen, there are. Probably a hundred schools who have more money to corruptly tell players come here, and they will get the best thousand players. The days of superstars from small colleges on all go away now, because now the NCAA is becoming. Just as corrupt as any other sport. And, and now because as soon as you get good at one of those other schools, you don't have to give up one of your years of eligibility to go to another. And with the transfer portal the way it is, other schools can entice you going, hey, dude, you've been great, and we can get you a million-dollar NIL contract you. to come over yeah. if you transfer on over. And you're like, well, hey – I'm playing Division uh, One, Two A. Yeah, I'll go up there. Sure, make my million dollars. I mean, come on. Quarterback loved them last year's yeah. gone. Well, but he graduated. He graduated. He went to the pros. Okay, he graduated. Well, he's not. No, I don't know where he is. Yeah, no, well, he graduated. So he had to go. Right, he graduated. We're right on a lot of levels of this, folks. That now football is the first one. <laughs> Of a college sport yeah. that is now being destroyed by stupid rules and money. 
Yeah. Because now the bigger players get money for their jersey and their likeness, and it's it's crap. It's all horse shit. It's all crap. And if you don't agree with that, I don't even care if you don't agree with it. The fact is, is that the passion is going to be, hey, what's the biggest school I can make it to? Yes. Which is half of the time always anyway. But Danny said it. Well, I can't make it to the big school. I'm playing for Tarleton State. I'll play there long enough till I get my paycheck. Yeah. And they have an open transfer portal. You don't even have to give up your eligibility. And you can go in and say, I'm going into the portal. And three or four schools now will go in there and go, hey, uh, you know, you come here. We'll Who's get in our the portal. Yeah, we'll get our we'll get our ad agency to go in and get you a nil, and you know they'll pay you a million dollars. Oh wow, okay. Oh well, ours will pay you one point two million, and and then it's gonna be it's gonna be you know it, no, it's the two things that are ruining that's gonna ruin college sports altogether. And it'll start with football. I mean, it will implode. And now they've got now they've got the. Uh, now that they've expanded the playoffs, and and I wasn't a huge fan of that, but that's a different thing. But now that they expanded the playoffs, wait, wait, wait. you're so going to get. Year's at eight. Is it eight this year? I can't remember this year or next year, but it doesn't matter. What's going to happen next year. in a couple of years? You're gonna you're gonna have eight teams and maybe twelve that are always vying for the playoff spots, and then there's everybody else because those are the ones going to be on TV. Those are the ones that get the NIL contracts. Those are the ones going to be able to recruit through the transfer portal, well, and everybody's going to gravitate yes. to about probably eighteen to twenty football teams. SEC, you know, and and then and then all of the conferences are giving up. Yep, they're breaking down. Yep, and it's all about money and. It's really sad. Um, it's a sad day for college sports because the Mountain West Conference is done. Uh, SEC is done. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, SEC is growing. Um, but so many of the smaller conferences are just going, all right, our teams have jumped. They've given us hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars in that. Not here no more. Um but that's not what sports is supposed to be about. Yeah, I got. I got to tell you, and this is this is what's really going to be sad. A and M had played New Mexico State, and they blew them out, and they were supposed to, and all that. But the coach in New Mexico State, because it's a smaller program, the coach in New Mexico State said, "Yeah, we're okay. You know, we we came out. They wanted to compete as best they could." He said, "But we did get a one point six million dollar payout for their university." And I talked about that a couple years you have, ago. Yes, yeah, sir. you have. Exactly. My point is is that I saw a big thing where Jimbo Fisher's one of them where they're talking about they like playing schools like that not to trounce on them, but because they that's a way for a school like A&M to funnel sure, money over to a lesser yeah. university, and that $1.6 million will fund that, that program for half the year. And so they really like it. And for A&M, I started thinking about it. I looked at tickets to go. They're 100 to 200 bucks a piece. The place holds over 100,000 people. They're making ten to $30 million a game when you talk about concessions and everything else, between ten and $30 million. So $1.6 million to have New Mexico State is nothing to them, and it's, you know – and it helps that smaller program. But I, I'm afraid you're going to find 
some of these schools are going to have to really tighten down and only play certain teams in order to be able to get into the the college playoffs in order to be able to attract these teams through the college portal. And and I mean and that I just see this spiraling down to a small ball of a few teams doing you know and 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 I don't think that they're going to be able to do good things like bring in some of these. And I know a lot of people don't like when they bring these schools in and they go, oh my god, they're just going to blow them out. It is a good warm-up game. To nothing. That's crazy. Yeah, it is a well, good warm-up game. To nothing. They made more for that game than they did their last two years yeah. in all of their games. Yeah. And now they get a new program, a new gym. And yeah. So you make $10 million getting your ass beat by Ohio State. You make $10 million for the university. Yeah. Education's more important. Oh, Sheldon Cooper. I don't <laughs> like football. Yeah. But – you got to be funded, right? Yeah. So, amen. Uh, I didn't think it was going to go there, but I, I liked where it went. So, <laughs> I think that was I'm good. A, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for most sports that, in all sports, that it's all about dollars. It's not about genuine care for your own your own brand. Even most of it is just here's what I got to do, and. Every player in the world in professional sports is like playing that game. Um, that's pro sports, right? So I don't want to dirty up uh, the other sports. Boxing is a pro sport. MMA is a pro sport. College sports is now going into that realm where there's 100 or 200 athletes around the country we're going to start getting money for – and Danny, in a way, they always did. I mean, so let's just be transparent, world. Uh, yeah. They would cheat, and they would buy cars for the family, and they would do shit you're not supposed to do. And they would – and, and they're called sponsors or you know, whatever you're going to call those people around A&M and all these other programs. You've got roosters and, you know, your, your mama's rent and your – her credit card bills are paid. We need you over here at AM. We love you, man. All right. <laughs> so I get that. I'm not. Well, nobody's ever been blind to that. But now there's a difference. There's there's a variable about. And this is what I'm missing. So I, it's still going to be the same freaking thing. I won't drop the F on my podcast. But I got to tell you. The one part that's missing is graduation yeah, and education. So you got a portal, and you get a guy like me. I play college ball and a little bit there and there. But they didn't care about whether I graduated or not. Could I knock people crazy? And then when I couldn't no more, oh, there you go. So I recruit you in, get you an apartment, give you a fancy car, uh, ten grand, and your uniform gets you twenty, right? Then you hurt your knee, and I pull the pull the rug. That's the difference. Is that Krzyzewski and Tarkanian and a lot of the old school type coaches, even uh, Bobby Knight in the old days, they were they were really interested in the percentage of graduation and education, and. That's completely gone. Completely gone. 
<laughs> yeah. So you touched on a couple of things that I want to I want to throw in. Um, so uh, hang on just a second. <clears throat> All right. Um, so <laughs> one thing that, that one well one thing that 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 struck me was A and M has won one national championship. It was under Bear Bryant, right? And you were talking about the boosters always throwing in money, and this is this has always been true. A and M won one under Bear Bryant. I thought it was Alabama's coach. He was, but he was at he was at A and M first. There's always been this this A and M Bear Bryant. I mean A and M Alabama tie, right? And um, so in football, uh, it, they've won three in football. Um, but the last one was under Bear Bryant, right? Anyway. I told everybody to bet the points. Detroit just tied it up. Oh, wow. Okay. There you go. So, anyway, um, they, they, they won some others, but the one the one uh, with Bear Bryant, when Bear Bryant came to Texas A&M, he said, we're going to need some players, and there was a certain player he wanted. I can't remember the guy's name. He became the running back. And he said, we're going to need to get him, and we have to find a way to get him. And he's in a room full of boosters. And they did what they called the Aggie Hat Pass. And the boosters all put cash in a hat. Now, this was in the 30s or the 40s. I mean, this is a while back, right? And maybe it was the 50s. Anyway, um, it's still been a while. All right? And they pass the hat, and there's ten grand in the hat. They wrap it in an A&M flag, and the guy lived out on a farm, and they flew it over in a biplane. It flew real low and flew around the house until somebody came out of the house. And when they did, they threw this Aggie flag filled with $10,000 to this family that didn't have pot to piss in. Guess where he happened to go to school? A&M. So this stuff's right. been, when you say it's been going on, it's been going on forever. So I just ruined the legend of Bear Bryant at both A&M and at, at Alabama. So he did that crap. Well, it's logged so, in a book. But, so, but you now know, hold on a yeah, minute. Yeah. It's, it, it, all, all programs are corrupt to a certain degree. Right. I mean, we, there's no way the greatest college coach of all time was that way. In Alabama, because he was honest, you know, and he didn't get favors. However, they gave favors. Right. The older days were more blunt, like that. You know, yeah. I'm going to airdrop you money. But here's the but thing: who something. did it come from? There's no way to trace it. I mean, now there's a story about it, but there's no way to trace it. You got a flag with that says A and M, and it's got ten thousand dollars in it. Um, so you go there, but it doesn't tell you that it came from Bear Bryant or anybody else. You know who it's from, but how are they going to prove it, right? <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. All right, well, we need to start doing the stork program for, <laughs> for more people. That's my new, my new thing, stork program. Let's stork program for the Steelers. Yeah, like three more quarterback. But but here was here was the second part because this stuff's been going on. But but even when it's at least when it's covert like that, there's a limit to it. But right now with this NIL in the NFL, we have a salary cap, and why do we have a salary cap to try to keep parity within the league? Everybody can only spend so much money. But when you're talking about college football, if anybody doubts what I'm saying, go in and put um, uh, like richest. Uh, football, college football programs or something. A&M's number one. Texas is number two. Okay? I mean, th- because football is king in Texas. But Alabama's up there. But after about the first 15, all the rest start losing money. Okay? And, and so my point to this is is that these certain schools, 20 of them, 
can pay whatever they want because their programs are making $100 million a year. I told you, oh, 100,000 people that's per way. game at $100 a ticket is per $10 million per game. Million and some tickets cost more than that and concessions. They're making 20 so, to $30 million a game, every game they have at home. And, and not everybody can do that. And so when you allow that, you are going to have 20 or 30 programs with all the money paying whatever they want with no cap because they're not actually paying them. Sorry they're doing there. NILs. And, and and that's that's why this is such a horrendous idea and why it'll be the end of college football. I mean, that, that's me. So I think I've said enough. I'll let you go with whatever and, and I'll <laughs> – well, Danny, need to take a deep breath. Thanks for coming to the old guys' old radio. Um, he's been sucking that hind tit of college football for a while, but he's not wrong. The fact is, is that it's just like anything. Like the NBA is destroyed. It's it's not the sport it used to be, and so it'll end up trickling over to college basketball. It'll go to every sport. But the fact is, he's absolutely right that these passionate young athletes no longer will go, hey, man, that's where my dad went. They'll go, hey, um, they might cap me out for $20 million next year because um, I'm the best player in the country in high school. They don't go down to high school. Then we went out of middle school. And then, guess what we are, Danny? Guess what? Yeah. We're an oligarchy, and we're Russia. Yeah. Because that's how you buy people. You buy people in the oligarchies, and you sign them to Pepsi contracts when they're eight or nine years old. We're coming so close to having to understand Borliska. My friends, you don't even know it. You don't even know it. So thanks for tuning in, old guys. We're already as we start to wrapping up. Danny's doing lots of tapping. Well, I wanted. To I wanted. I was trying to figure out how much uh, revenue the football program made because I'd heard it was a hundred twenty million dollars um, a year. Just the football program. The athletic program uh, made fifty five million dollars. Um, so, you know, at A and M, yeah, right. yeah, but but it wasn't um, on no, the high. That's not including concessions. No, no, that's everything. That's, that's what that's what they put in. But but they're not on. They're not showing for whatever reason on the top uh, five. And I don't really have care. Have you ever been there? A and Have you been to the stadium? Oh hell yeah! Have you been less? Have yeah. you been to the city? At A and M, that whole city's at A and M. Yeah, trillion, that's almost maybe a. Dude. It's definitely a billion dollar business. Have you ever I been? To, I was at Bonfire time. before they got rid of Bonfire, dude. Have I been to a game there? Give me a break, man. They're, they they have a sign on the press box that says, "At the end of the third quarter, when they play their fight song, the stadium will sway." This is normal, okay? Yeah, I've been there. It's it's one of the there's five there's five. If you're a college football fan, there's five places I think you must go to see a game. A and M is one of those five. Notre Dame is definitely one of those five. Michigan is in one there. of those five. Um, so I mean, you know, but but there's there's some places that I think you have to go because the experience there is different than anywhere else. 
A&M is one of those top five. I mean, uh, you know, I, I just think that there are a few. The L.A. Coliseum is in there, and, I, and I'm trying to remember who I uh, I was thinking the last of the five was. I think that you probably should go see a game at Rutgers because that's where football started, and they've maintained the stadium for 150 years or whatever it was. But, you know, there's just a few places you should go. That's Now, then there's a couple of games like Ohio State, uh, Michigan, if you can get in there, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'd love rather see it at Michigan, but to go see it at Ohio State would be pretty fantastic too. You know, there's some rivalries that you should that you should really see. Um, I can't. I, I don't want Texas to be in the South, uh, SEC, but when they are, I can't wait for them to play A and M because I want that rivalry to come back because that was a fantastic one. If you don't know, and most of you don't, because most of you are not from Texas. The AM the AM fight song is Goodbye to Texas University, So Long to the Orange in the White, Hello to Dero, Texas Aggies. They're the ones that know the real old fight. The whole fight song of Texas AM is an FU to University of Texas or Texas University. So, uh, you know, th- there is a special rivalry there. So I love the rivalries, but anyway, I, we kind of got off topic, but yeah. I, I was just looking at some That's of the right. biggest schools. Ain't it, or Texas number one. They had Alabama, Georgia. The ones you would think, but like I said, those are the 20 schools that are going to be fighting it out in the next four years because they're going to be with money and everybody else is going to be toast. So thanks for tuning Sorry. on, guys, or radio <laughs> as you start to circle around the back of the show. Um, Danny, you got some final thoughts? Well, I, you know, I, I, I don't know um, – I, I do think that there's a couple of really good games that we ought to watch this weekend, A&M versus uh, uh, Miami. Not To find out if a is actually as good as they were in their last game, I think it would be good to watch the Colorado game to see if they carry that one on. Um, I think there was one ranked game coming in that's pretty big, and I cannot remember who that is. So I apologize for that. But there's some good college football coming in. Obviously, NFL shows up this week. If you're from the state of Texas – down there in Houston, up here in Dallas, I don't know total Houston, the high-pressure system that's been hovering the state for the last 45 days that has been causing these massive heat waves tomorrow, it'll be 107, feel like 115 in Dallas. I think it's going to be 103 or 104, feel like 112 in Houston. But the next day... 20% chance of rain, 98 degrees. And, oh, my God, after that, we may not see another 100-degree day the rest of the year, which we could probably use. So if you're from the great state of Texas, weather good weather is coming. <laughs> so well, we'll the throw funny thing is, is that when you work out there in that heat like me and my yeah, team, yeah. Um, it's no fun. That's why I it's sent no you the fun. message today, man. Keep yourself cool. Stay healthy. Cause and, and, and tough it out. You had today. You made it. You got tomorrow. You make it from tomorrow. And we should be on the downhill slide at least until next June. Hopefully. Absolutely. And, and well, it depends on climatology. We've been hotter than Las Vegas, Nevada. I grew up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're definitely. It's, it's a crazy business. 14-14. Uh, um, yeah. Lions are driving. Um I told people not to count out the live. Lions don't bet the spread. All right. So, so anyway, thanks so, for tuning on, guys, on radio. You want to know if I got one last thing? CNN, yeah. CNN, the liberal. So if you ever it's know about joke. polls, poll, well, if you ever know about polls, polls 
If it's from Fox, it's going to lean to the right. If it's from CNN or MSNBC, it's going to yep. favor the left. That's just how they write the polls because it's how they ask yep. the question. CNN poll conduct contained Biden and the Democrats found 46% of registered voters said any Republican presidential nominee would be better than Joe Biden in next year's election. And 49% said Joe Biden was too freaking old as the main reason they don't want him. His overall approval rating is still only 39% and only 74% among Democrats. So, um, yeah, the uh, the idiot-in-chief, the lost brain-in-chief, um, yeah, he's he's not looking so good. I will so, I will yeah. tell you, I don't care who you vote for, you big group of beautiful bungholes out there, but there is no reason that he should be in office. He doesn't even know. He doesn't even know. He leaves events where he shouldn't be leaving events when he goes to talk. So I'm I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it with that. I, <laughs> Just- He's just an idiot. I mean, he look, look, you know, my mother died from Alzheimer's. My mom had Alzheimer's and God bless her. I got to tell you the, the worse her Alzheimer got, the nicer she became because she was just a wonderfully nice woman. And I've seen people, the worse their Alzheimer is, the meaner they are. Joe is not a bad guy at heart because the worse his dementia gets, he just gets cooler. I mean, not not. Yeah. He just gets calmer. Nothing yeah, bothers he gets him. Calmer and yeah. Because you know, if you remember back when he first lost the presidential bid in 1980, and he got disqualified for lying. Yeah. They they kicked him off of the bid. It, it's no different. Yeah. And now he's just so old. We're all gonna Hopefully, we all grow that old. And Trump isn't young either. No. But I don't even care. Folks, as we wrap up the show, I don't care who you vote for. Yeah. As long as you ain't Biden. If there's some other folks and anyone else pops up, Wami Swami. I thought I you were running right in Chuck Olson for president. Right. Let's get him at least uh, two they, or three dozen votes. They, <laughs> there's been about 100 people have asked me, am I still running for president? And I would love to run for president, but I don't want to put my daughter and wife in the threat. So, yes, I'm still going to run for president. So that just means you're searching and, too many porn outlets that uh, you can't have them find out about? Uh, I wish. I wish I <laughs> knew. I mean, I knew one more back in the day. Um, so I would like about 100 of you to get on board with the truth. And building the wall and holding people accountable. And the fact is, is that now I've got I've got five people on board with me being president. And my chief of staff slash vice president, you're looking at right now. So why would we run for president? Well, first of all, we can whip anybody in any campaign. <laughs> so if we want to have a cage match with Joe Rogan 
and well, definitely not Biden, but anybody else who's going to run for president will win a cage match. That's the first. There we go. So don't you want a president and a vice president? Not only can win a cage match, but can fight for you. Hey, right? and we'll take on. We'll let Vivek pair up with um, uh, John F. or uh, 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 Robert yeah. F. Kennedy Jr. They have better yeah. physiques. But we'll win that cage match. You don't want to see us with our oh, shirts dude. off, but we'll win at the end. So they can go shirtless. Oh, we'll dude. go shirts on skins, and we'll yeah, tear no, them a no, new no. one. Shirts on skins like dodgeball. <laughs> I got I got 500 bucks on Danny against either of them. And he's like, oh, no, dude. Chuck, you're the fighter. I was like, it's, it's not about a fight for me. What I want to do is fight for the American people. And I want to give them a chance to. I only know about half of the Bible. I only know about 10% of the law. But what I know is that I I have no reason to lie to you and not to give a crap because I give a crap. And so what I want to do as an ex-officer, an ex-military person, and all these things, I'm going to put on the podcast today, my official thing, I'm going on YouTube tomorrow, uh, I and Danny are going to run. Uh, he's going to be my vice president. Uh, and I'm going to be, your, uh, hopefully, your write-in president. That you can take a man who will punch someone in the face. <laughs> Is that our slogan? We'll punch you in the beak? <laughs> I will punch someone in the beak. For you, America. Because the policies... Nothing is designed for the citizens. It's all, and that's, I, I have all these problems. I've been calling my senator. I've been emailing my senator. I'm fairly, fairly intelligent. But the problem is I can't get a hold of anybody about any of my problems. And every time I try to get a hold of them, oh, I'm on hold. No, I want to change that. That's the problem with America. You've got to be able to get a hold of somebody to help you with your problems. You've got to be able to reach out at any time, day or night, not just when your water line breaks, but when you think you're getting robbed or getting stolen from. And, and, and it's not our country no more. It's a politician's country now. I, I, want to be, I want to be a force for non-political people. And I got one more thing before I let Danny go crazy. Everybody I've talked to in politics, and I know some folks, they've chose a point where the money that came in was more than their beliefs. I don't have any money. I was raised poor. I don't have any. You pay me a good salary. I'll go punching people around the world my whole life. And I'll make a difference for this country, even worse than Trump. Because I don't give two shits. <laughs> Take care of my girls. Take care of America. Build the border. Protect our language. Protect our families. Take the money. Give it back to America. Stop funding everyone around the world. There are people starving in our country because we give our money away. Feed America. Feed America is my second thing. Close the borders and feed America. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, and and 
I think I've said it before, but anytime they talk about comprehensive anything, it scares the shit out of me because I don't. We don't want yeah. comprehensive reform. Our problems, the biggest problems we have in this country right now, are not that we don't have good laws. It's that we don't enforce the ones we have. The problems Indeed. we have on the border are because we're not enforcing the laws on the border. Nothing. Now, if you don't like Nothing. the laws on the border, that's fine. Then we need to change them, and I'm okay with that too. I do think that there needs to be some changes, but the biggest impact that we can have on the southern border is to enforce the law. If we catch you illegally, you go the F back. And if you do it twice, you go to jail. And if you do it three times, you go to jail for longer. Those are in our laws. It's already there, and we need to enforce that. So and if we pull you over... or if One we, of the things I want to fire on that, Danny, before you get done... Yeah, go ahead. ...is in any other country... I, we've both been to other countries. If I go to cross the wrong country's border, I don't get arrested, bro. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they, there's a, I, I get dead or I never come out of jail. Yeah. So protecting our culture for America has got to be a new, a new division that there's no, there, there's no coming across here no more. Well, it's, now, wait, wait, wait. It's not there's no coming across. There's no coming across illegally. That's all all there is. Yes. And you talk about... The second point is we got to clean the house of the the Democratic, all the other people who do not process those applications. So there are millions of good people who put their applications in and can't get here because of the crudge and the garbage. And if that was the case at Ellis Island... Ladies and gentlemen, if that was the case at Ellis Island, we'd never be an American. The Indians would have, would, not to be rude, we would have never been able to make enough people in there to make a country like we did. So now it's time for people, this is what I'm asking of you, Danny, and I want to start spreading around the world as a potential candidate, is when is the time that we can actually be heard again? We're laymen, we're hardworking guys, but I can't get a good message through to my Congress. No, no, and 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 look, I, I'm I'm with you. The problems with the inner cities. When you're talking about theft, why do we have a problem with theft? We're not prosecuting theft. Enforce the law. Why do we have a problem with murder? Because we're not enforcing the law. Hey, look, I, I really you have to put people in bail. It's gotta you, change. They're, they're, but but it, it doesn't have to change. Nothing has to change. We simply have to enforce the laws that are in our books. It's that simple. Enforce the law. Keep the bad guys in jail. That's what's got to change. But that's, but that's in our law. In our laws say we're going to do that. Our laws say that if you're found guilty of a, of a crime, you go to jail it. and you stay there. I understand that. But our problems are not that we need a bunch of new laws. We need to enforce the ones we have, and then the ones that are either outdated or maybe even wrong 
should be fixed. We don't need comprehensive reform. We need to enforce what we got and change the stuff that has either timed out or needs to be tweaked for whatever reason. And and there are some reasons for those. Like when you talk about on the border, in some cases, we just may need more people to help process that crap, but that's okay too. But we need to do those things. I mean, that's, that's, that's all this country needs is to enforce the laws we have. Absolutely. And so after this, Chuck Holson for president would yeah. be a fun thing. That's my daughter for for uh, going night night prayers, and uh, so I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to do a YouTube. I'm going to put on my suit and tie tomorrow. I right. well, a really nice suit, and I'm going to have Michelle uh, video me. Hey, my my name is Chuck Holson. I'm a person for the people. I'm a lot of things, and, and I'm going to send it to you. And I want you to blow it up because you're good at blowing it up. And why not, dude? Me and you go out there Let's and we get it. we get 50 votes. Hey, man. Love you, bro. Y5. Y5. Love you, man. Thank you all for listening you. to Old well, Guys Rule Radio. Done. I'm not quite done. I'm getting calls. But I, I really believe if we get a grassroots thing of a few thousand votes, then the next time we run around, we, we start getting sponsors. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Old Guys World Radio. We appreciate you guys listening to us on a regular basis. Uh, we appreciate the fact that you're fans. We hope that you keep listening, enjoy the show, and God bless you, and take care.